Hi, welcome to the Scottish Recovery Network podcast. This episode contains some fascinating insights from people who joined our online conversation cafes to share their experiences of mental health, well-being and staying well during lockdown. I'm Louise Christie. I'm from Scottish Recovery Network. Scottish Recovery Network have had a long history of bringing people together to share their experiences, talk about what helps them stay well, what helps their recovery. With the lockdown, we realised that lots of our plans were put on hold. And then we thought, well, should they be? So we decided to try out a programme of six initial conversation cafes, which would give people the opportunity to come together through technology and and share what's been happening for them during the lockdown and their fabulous insights into how to stay well and how to help others. One of the positives is that people talked about realising just how built into their lives managing their well-being is and that the all the tools and techniques and skills and knowledge that they have and I think people feel that they often didn't realise that they had those strengths because they aren't being tested but lockdown did did really challenge people and the other great thing is that people feel that they have a lot to offer wider society about how we can manage our well-being and support each other do, during really challenging times. It's about remembering the reason why we're doing it and it's about our own safety and making sure that us and our family, making sure that everybody's kept safe. I definitely, it's a, it's a scary time for a lot of people but there's lots of positive risk taken out there. I would never have thought in a million years we'd be in this situation but here we are and look how, look how quickly people have adapted to it. Uh, lockdown's allowed me to kind of reflect on things and slow the pace down some things so it hasn't been an entirely negative process for me. Um, I've always been sensitive but I've always been a bit scared about my sensitivity but now I'm I'm fully embracing this. This allows me to be more sensitive towards my own emotional needs and I want to keep this. I want to I want to keep this attitude. Yeah, I really appreciate uh, one of the benefits of the lockdown is that yeah I'm, I'm more aware of resources things have been there all the time that have just been too busy to take them off yeah yeah The people who joined the cafes obviously were quite comfortable, or less some more than others with technology. Um, but people have told us that while in the past they may have been more reticent about using technology to stay in contact with people, that lockdown has really pushed them to do it and they've seen the value of it. It may not be the same as face-to-face, but it's certainly better than not feeling connected with other people at all. And some people are quite enthusiastic about the benefits of technology What was really interesting was people's experience of local services moving very, very quickly online or to telephone. So people were still getting support from local organisations through the telephone. 
They were going to peer support groups that were now all online. They were using WhatsApp and Facebook groups to keep in touch with each other. So while there is some services have really experienced difficulties, what's been great is there how adaptable and flexible and quick other services have been about moving what they do online or onto the telephone to make sure that people have the support they need. It's difficult at the moment because we can't maintain the social distancing if we have all the service users in the office at the same time. What we've done was a piece of work with each service user, asking them if was there kind of one-to-one things that we could do with them, such as arts and crafts in the flat, baking, going out for local walks, so some exercise. I am incredibly lucky. I do get regular phone calls from services to say how are you getting on and it takes about two minutes and I say I'm fine or I'm not fine. I do find those phone calls vital when I look back over the weeks and see how much structure they gave me. It let me break all this time into various weeks and it also gave me the opportunity to stop and measure how did I get on. The lockdown has angled me towards looking at technology and how that can support me in my daily living, whether I'm in lockdown or not. Previously, before the lockdown, I I was in uh, numerous groupings online. And with the lockdown happening, people are organising and uh, developing Zoom sessions around uh, different health issues. uh, And they've they've been great. I have a bit of a concern about I mean I think it's a useful tool for sure absolutely but in the sort of line of work that we do with people with mental health uh, problems I think we'll have to be careful that we're not using it as a way to as another barrier to get people into sort of in this back into society or whatever. Um, there's about 180 people with really varying needs but we've discovered that by using Zoom Quite a lot of people who couldn't afford to travel to attend a course are finding it much easier just to turn up online. I had two NHS appointments by near me, the NHS video conferencing. Do you know, it actually was better by near me than it was face to face. Something about doing it by near me has made the consultants more aware and therefore make more effort about being person-centred, about being personal and about being about you. It doesn't matter how what technology you use or whether it's face-to-face or whatever, it's about connecting heart-to-heart with people. And if this technology has come forward and it's people are not so scared of it, then you, let's utilise it. But for the people who are scared by it, let's still make that connection with them. Those in the recovery field know that there's things that really help recovery and connections is one of them. Having good relationships with other people, feeling connected with them, including peer relationships where you can share your experiences, is so important for people's well-being and their ability to manage their own life and well-being and recovery. And just those connections where we can share with others we can, and we can have our feelings validated and you know people care how we're doing and what we think is so important to our well-being. I, I struggle with isolation a bit. It's the whole Covid thing. I'm actually more afraid of being isolated than I am of catching the virus. Keep contact on the phone. 
But if we keep contact with them, then you you know you're going to be you know, everything's going to be all right and all that, and it keeps you well. I'm one of the leaders of my church, and we've all been given a couple of folks to phone, yeah. and I just find that really really beneficial for me as well as I'm hoping that they do too, because you know, I'm phoning up supporting them, but they end up supporting me. <laughs> also, think it's strengthened relationships at home. I thought I might have got fed up. <laughs> But it's actually been really nice because you just get more quality time. And I think you're valuing time differently. You're listening differently and things. I go to my window on a Thursday and there's people in the house across the way from me. Never met these people in my life. But every Thursday we all appear, we wave, give each other, give each other the nod. Hello. <laughs> and that's just really nice. That simple connection. But I think um, in general as well, empathy and solidarity, that's what I'm looking for out of this. For some people who are isolated at the moment, it's actually not as bad as it's been in the past. They've been isolated in the past, Mm -hmm. but there's that feeling of I'm the only person feeling like this. But now that we're all in it together, and we really are, I've actually heard a number of people saying, do you know what, I'm finding this easier to bear. There's clearly no one experience that people have had of lockdown. It might be the same lockdown for everybody, but it feels very different. And how they coped with that is very different from person to person. What's really interesting is the wide range of things, you know, because we're all different. But things that were coming out um, were around, you know, just taking time for yourself, doing the things you enjoy, whether that's crafting or baking, keeping fit. Um, the importance of the daily walk to people, just getting outside, getting fresh air. People talked a lot about feeling a bit more connected with nature, with things round about them. But it was all sorts of activities from playing the guitar, gardening. But it was about what people like doing and finding time for that because it helped them feel calm and it helped them cope. Uh, I find that, you know, just kind of putting my thoughts down on papers helps kind of release the emotions associated with them. Some of our service users came in and done some canvases with positive messages on them, such as like, keep safe, stay positive, keep smiling. And we actually delivered them to local neighbours. I actually do dressmaking and um, I just totally love cutting the cloth and fitting it and whatever it just takes me away from my work and everything else that I do and I recognize that when I'm in that place oh it's just fabulous because I just don't think about anything else because I could see how I could work around everything else but I felt quite distraught I wasn't getting to the gym and doing my stuff I've been working out at home I've actually begun to enjoy it and it's really helped me feel much more in control because I like to be in control I've been doing a bit of meditation as well and so I've, I've found it really helpful to be able to kind of stay with my emotions and embrace my emotions instead of trying to change or fix feel because there's nothing to be fixed. That's a really interesting point to make. You know, there's nothing that needs to be fixed. And accepting ourselves as how we are and how things are. It's, it's okay not to be okay. In a way, I think... There's some pressure on people that you've got to extra perform. And in a way, I feel that can sometimes be quite detrimental because just yeah. getting through the crisis is, you know, should be good enough, you know. 
and, and the idea of recovery is that there is no place you need to get to. You're just on a journey. So you're at different places on that journey. But I always see this as there's no destination. It's just, it's, a, it's an ongoing process. We're all different and there's no one way that we can get through this. But I think one of the things that recovery gives us is the knowledge that things will get better and that we are experts in our own experience. It will be different for everyone, but that with the right support and by building our skills and confidence, you know, we can live the lives that we want to, even in these really, really difficult circumstances. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. I hope you found it useful and inspiring. For more information about Scottish Recovery Network, our activities and future conversation cafes, you can go to our website at www.scottishrecovery.net. We look forward to seeing you at a conversation cafe sometime soon. Thank you and goodbye.